Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Frida Will Good Home. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that is not your microphones playing up there. That is not the sound system or recording devices failing. That is the unprofessional <laughs> chewing noises of one very, very unprofessional, Ben Jenkins. Hello, how are you? I'm great, how are you? You are filled with uh, <laughs> a chewable confectionery today. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk Save about? Save it for snack report, mate. All right. Uh, There's an order to these things. <laughs> if you'd like to find us on Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash free to a good home podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at FTAGHpod. Email us at contact at free to a good home podcast.com. And uh, yeah, Ben, we have some people to thank. Counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Don't do any of that. Okay, well, I'm just trying to show both sides of the argument. This is not. I seem... This is not a climate change debate. All right. <laughs> I just. I just think it's fair and balanced. most scientists <laughs> believe you should do those things. Okay. Uh, also, big thank yous to Joanna Trainor, Aaron Scott, Cat Dog, uh, uh, who have been tweeting and reviewing us, including this. This review was left for us in iTunes, mm-hmm. Benjamin, and it says, "I look forward to this every week as it saves me from reading through the classifieds myself." <laughs> that person is using this podcast wrong. This is not the function of this podcast. Uh, we'll be thanking some other people who've sent things in, uh, but uh, but Benjamin, should we introduce our guest? Yep, go for it. Our guest this week, you would know him or her. It's 2015. Women can be guests on podcasts too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a him. Uh, you would know him from uh, the Spelling Bee, the very popular Spelling Bee series. I ran with him for mm-hmm. s- for several years, and we are going back to the Comedy Festival with it. This yeah, year. Th- that, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, when you were saying c- credits, I, I was very worried because I was thinking in my head, what credits do I have? <laughs> <laughs> people listening to this wouldn't know me at all. No, people would also know you. Well, you were the king of spelling in the Spelling Bee, right? I, I was. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, that's a limited audience. <laughs> and yeah. people would also know you from your uh, your sojourn as uh, Faris. Varys. Varys. Varys? Varys. No, Farrah Fawcett. Is, is Farrah Fawcett in the popular game? I played game Vara, Farrah Fawcett in the <laughs> stage adaptation of Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as as uh, Varys in some viral videos. Well, quote unquote oh, viral. Vi- viral's really <laughs> described, as, described as SBS comedy who commissioned the videos as viral videos. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, as some, sporting the worst bald cap <laughs> in existence. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Pat Burns. Hi. That was the, I think that was the longest we've had from... Introducing someone and saying their name. Well, it really took a long time to explain who I am and to, 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 to make listeners comfortable with, with who I am because I'm really a nobody. I, hey. think I, I, I never understand introductions. Like I have to do, like I, I do a bit of hosting live stuff, and I like so much of my life is getting bios from people and introducing them in a way, and I just, I sometimes get really philosophical about it. I'm like, why? Why do we need to know who these people are? Like if I, if we just went. I guess it's Pat Burns. Mm-hmm. As if, would people like, listeners, would you be like, oh, who the fuck? I'm confused. I don't know who this is. Turn oh, it off. Turn it off oh, now. It could, be, it could be someone. I could be a Nazi. I need to know he's on a Nazi. Like, <laughs> I mean, are people worried that you're a Nazi, Pat Well, Burns? there have been accusations and I want to put a stop to those right now. <laughs> um, just quickly on the snack report front, I brought in some Zappos, which I think we've had on the podcast before. This is this is your like your favorite snack food, so I assume we have. It's one of them, yeah. It's a it's a It's a... Very, very low-grade snack. Um, what are you talking about? You get When you buy Zappos, you get five packets of Zappos. So you buy a packet of packets. They're selling them in bulk, yeah. like Aldi. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like two bucks for five packets of this stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I, I had one, and it was like a sense memory. It took me <laughs> back to when I was six years old. <laughs> Derek swimming pool. Sorry. <laughs> But I, I was Wait, expecting... Can we just stop for a second? Is the swimming pool, it's the public pool, 
in Port Macquarie called Derek's Pool. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's actually just your friend any, Derek's Pool. Any, any person from Port Macquarie will know Derek's Swimming Pool. I can guarantee you. <laughs> Derek, do you think it's a first name or a last name? Oh, it's the first name. I know Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we had to go there during school for, you know, swimming swimming lessons. And uh, one boy told me, Daniel Cohen, he told me that... Uh, Name his, names! His mother had caught cancer from the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I believed him. I was... And I, I, I think that's really where I, I grew an aversion to swimming. After, after. I mean, I guess it was like, you know, if Derek Swill was like, a, like radioactive goo, <laughs> that's possible. There was a Band-Aid that was at the bottom of the pool and th- <laughs> which prompted this conversation. So I thought for a long time that Band-Aids were, you know, some sort of cancerous. Some carcinogenic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, before we get into it, we got an, an e- we Actually, Carl got in contact with us, but Holly Bidwell put on our Facebook wall um, this great news article from ABC uh, News, trusted organisation, mm. um, which really does intersect our interests so neatly, I feel, on this podcast. Because the headline is, Rare Pig-Nosed Turtles Seized After Perth Man Tried to Sell Them on Gumtree. So already, like, <laughs> this is a podcast very fond of pigs. Mm-hmm. This is a fo- podcast not unfond of turtles. Very fond of turtles, This I is a say. podcast, obviously, about Gumtree. If this man also had, like, a torturous either Jurassic Park or Music Man reference to, to throw in there, then that would be that would be us covered. But yeah, this guy, um, he was trying to sell two very rare turtles on, on Gumtree for um, like a not insignificant amount of money either. Um, uh, and, the, and the Department of uh, Parks and Wildlife stung him. They got him. So did they say, hey, we want to buy the turtles. He turns up and they go, righto, show us the turtles. Yep. And he's like, where's the bag of money? And yep. they go, how about this for a bag of money? Put your, <laughs> put your hands in these cuffs, sonny boy. It's not a bag of money at all. <laughs> yeah. So um, what happened? They, did, did, they, they, did say... st- they said we arranged a buyer of the turtle to be, a, to be a buyer of a turtle and then conducted the seizure on Friday. Oof. Do you know if the, what the punishment is? He would face local court now, I assume. Or federal yeah, court, maybe. I don't maybe. know what the punishment Oh, it's death. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so what, they're putting him to death in Australia. Yeah, a country you know without the death penalty. Not since I mean, I Not mean, since. it hasn't been on the books since the '60s, I yeah, believe. But, but I mean, we haven't done it for. But no. that's okay. Just one of those rare crimes. Rare we really punishment. tested the limits. <laughs> we decided no, that's too far. Does, do you think the punishment fits the crime? Like, what is the method of? Corporal punishment they're using. Corporal? Capital punishment they're using. Uh, death by turtles. Ah, interesting. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna put him in a room with the two turtles, and the two turtles are, are just going to have to work out how to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Pa- huh. Apparently one of the reasons that you can't sell, you, you need a good license for them, is that they're very difficult to, um, to kill. Virtually <laughs> 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 impossible to kill. Because... Because pig-nosed turtles are born with nine horcruxes. <laughs> <laughs> and also they have a very hard shell. That's true. That's true. Uh, shall we get into the podcast yeah, proper? I think it, I got one to begin us with. This is the podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. Ben's going to kick us off with something he found oh, on. Can I just say also, just on the tail end of Snack Report, Hing sometimes does, like, brings in snacks, which I, which I appreciate. Like, right. sometimes, like, it's, it's my thing, but whatever. Like, 
I rarely bring in snacks. I don't, I, I don't like listeners having to... <laughs> I do not like the listener having to listen to us eating on the podcast. But Hing... People Hing, get strangely mad about, about <laughs> eating sounds. Yeah. They're the grossest to listen to, that's why. Yeah, I guess they are. But, like, Hing brought in what I think is, like, vegan juice, which is just water. <laughs> um, <laughs> As opposed to all that blood juice you drink. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say, what I found interesting is... He, because you know, Pat, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that often I bring soft drinks yep. and people can choose which soft drink they want. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well Hing did I appreciate the, a, a choice. Yeah, right. well, Hing, Hing did the same because we could choose between two brands of bottled water. Now, the reason that, the reason, <laughs> I, I don't know if we'll cut this or keep it, but the reason I purchased... Let us type, assume we're keeping this. <laughs> the reason I'll keep... I, I, the reason I purchased these two separate brands of water is that the you both had a Mount Franklin brand of water. Yep. And those were on a deal for Tufas. Ah. And I purchased a third, which was cheaper than a third bottle of... I purchased a Coolridge uh, bottle of water, which was cheaper than a third <laughs> bottle of Mount Franklin. Can you imagine if somebody had recommended you this podcast and this was the first episode <laughs> you heard? I feel like that like, we, <laughs> we go through this every week, right? <laughs> Some loser on as a guest and they're <laughs> talking about water. <laughs> You're the king of spelling. Yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> okay, so this one is taken from Gumtree. It's from the Telara. Telara? <laughs> Telara. Telara uh, is probably right. Um, hello, Telara. And it is a uh, very short ad. It is cast iron bust of Hitler. <laughs> 50, 50 bucks negotiable. 50 bucks is good, I think. Yeah, I mean... Well, okay. I look forward to saying that out of context. <laughs> this is an antique cast iron bust of Hitler and given to me as a gift and I don't want it. <laughs> I was told that $80 was paid for it. I just want $50 or nearest offer. <laughs> and this is one of my favorite details. Condition used. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben, if you had to guess, what do you think the use the intended use of this bust of Hitler is uh, scare children, driving away your family and friends. <laughs> when was it made? Well, that's the thing. It says right? antique, but I mean, no one's casting a bust of Hitler post nineteen forty-five, right? And pre nineteen forty-five, the only people casting those busts of Hitler are probably Nazis. I would yeah, think. yeah. There's not like you can't be like, oh, but this was a bust of Hitler cast when when he was like great. <laughs> Times Man of the Year. <laughs> What's, what, what, when's that? That's like 1936 or something, isn't it? Or something? Yeah, 19, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, in the yeah. mid-30s. So this is probably like 80 years old, I would think. Like, look, it's unfortunate because it seems like a kind of cool piece of history, right? And by cool, I mean horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but my bigger question is, if you find yourself in possession of this, and it was a gift, who gave it to you, and what was the occasion... Yeah, I mean, I would think potentially... I mean, it's the word gift, which is mm. odd. If it, if it was I inherited this mm. from my Nazi grandfather... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know who would give this as a gift, and it's, it's, it's not neo-Nazis. It's people who think that it has kitsch value, I think. Oh. I, think I think there's a history of people giving inappropriate gifts, because I have received an inappropriate <laughs> gift... Uh, which is one a of bust those... of Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Which is one of those one one of those banks, uh, which is like a minstrel kind. Of... Oh, the money boxes you put the money in the mouth. Yeah, oh. yeah. And it's a, a kind of a caricature of what a black person was. I was of, of what people thought a black person looked like in the South of America in like 1850 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I was given that, and I hate it. It's in my cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. I... Like, what do you? Because what do you do, right? Like, if especially with that, because if you throw that out and someone sees it in your bin. Yeah, they or like, think, or like on capital cleaner. <laughs> yeah, they're like, why did he have that? I might put it on Gumtree. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what this is actually? A couple of our friends just had their wedding anniversary, and first year is year one is paper. I think the sixth year is a bust of Hitler. <laughs> I th- I think that's what it is. Can you? I mean, well, that, that that's a good. That is a good question. What is on, under what circumstances could you give this to someone and it not? And, and have them feel obliged to keep it. If they were blind. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, it's um, Charlie Mozart. Chaplin. It's Charlie Chaplin. Move <laughs> yeah, along. Yeah, it's, it's Charlie Chaplin. Well, you know what? I think that $50 <laughs> is a good price for a conversation starter. So. <laughs> <laughs> if that conversation begins with what the fuck is that and ends with <laughs> see you later. <laughs> yeah, goodbye forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I mean, like... <sighs> 50 bucks for that much cast iron, regardless of what shape it's in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a good price. <laughs> well, then you melt down the cast iron and then you melt it into, I don't know, like a, a pan or something. But then you're frying things on something that used to be Hitler's face. But that's good. Is it good? Well, yeah. Because All your pancakes it, now are infused with, you know, anti-Semitism uh, and so neo The way I see it, I see it as like an insult to Hitler. What? Take I'm, that. that you, here's your Lebensraum. Yeah, exactly. You know, pancakes. a bloody frying pan, you clown. <laughs> I think that's a good insult. A good insult to somebody. I, I'm going to build a bust of you, and then I'm going to melt that bust down and use it as a frying pan to cook pancakes. <laughs> and the thing about a cast, iron, the thing about a cast iron skillet, yeah. my understanding is you don't wash it, you don't clean them. Oh, you let all the gunk build let up. Let all the gunk build up. Yeah, I think that's what lazy people have said just to justify not <laughs> yeah. not washing. I certainly do that with my barbecue. Oh, I, I do that absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, all the lovely flavors. It's like yeah, that's. I mean, that's horrifying. A lot of cockroaches enjoying those flavors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Pat, do you have one? I, I, I do. I think this one's from Gumtree. Yes. I believe. And it's uh, <laughs> from, uh, it's titled Powerful Magic Spells. Ooh. And it looks like it's from the witchcraft section. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, sorry, it's from Hopper's Crossing as well. So uh, the ad reads, hi, <laughs> we have been doing magic spells for over 25 years. They are no, the you most... haven't. No, you <laughs> haven't. <laughs> They are the most powerful ever, and the best. We use strong magic oils and herbs that you can't get in Australia. We have helped many people. We are located in Hopper's Crossing. Book in or call us on and and gives the phone number. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Wow. I like that there's no specification as to what sort of magic spells. Yeah. It's really left up to your imagination. Yeah, well, they're just the most powerful ever, so you just can't ask for any weak-ass spells. Do they mean, mean in the context of... We've been doing it for 25 years, and now they're the most powerful that like, they've ever been, or this is the most powerful magic the world has ever seen. Oh. I am un- unfathomably powerful, which is why you'll understand I've taken an ad-ad on Gumtree. <laughs> 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 like, I... like is, this, is this person like a kind of a Doc Manhattan god-like? <laughs> <laughs> like... There was that scene in Watchmen with him <laughs> posting... <laughs> Posting an ad on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I just want to know why we don't have these strong magic oils and herbs available <laughs> in Australia. Fucking red tape, mate. It's Fucking red tape. This bloody government, mate. Oh. This bloody government. It's too big. <laughs>
Uh, Hing, do you have one? I do indeed. This is taken from Gumtree from the Greenacre area of New South Wales. Hello, Greenacre. Greenacre is the place to be. <laughs> what was that? That was, what was, that? <laughs> that was the theme show. song to Greenacres, <laughs> funnily enough. <laughs> but what was that? Was that show a sitcom or was that show a sitcom a about um, a man who... Australian show? American no, show. American oh. show. Yeah. He moves to the country for a sea change, for a land change, mm-hmm. and his wife, played by... Uh, now, it's one of the Gabor sisters. It is. It's, it, it may oh, be, is it might be Zsa Zsa Gabor. I don't know. I'm not, yeah. I'm not okay with... And she... Sister. Oh, it's very, very, very old. It's right. like 60s. And right. she does not care for... Um, country living at all. No, because he no. goes... In the, in the theme song... He's like, fresh air. And she's like, Times Square. Square. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the opposite of the Beverly Hillbillies. Actually, now that you put it that way, that's exactly what this is, yes. And did okay. they go there to find their fortune <laughs> he, in oil? He I don't know. grabs her and pulls her into the country. Really? Yeah. He does. It's yeah. Yeah. You, could, you could watch the opening sequence and believe that it's a kidnapping yeah, story. Because like in their back and forth, oh like, um, fresh air, Times Square. Oh, what's the other one? Anyway, they're like, I like this, I like this. Yeah. The way that he convinces her, the way that they resolve it is... um. He goes, you are my wife. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, goodbye, city life. <laughs> my goodness. All right, well, this is taken from, I assume, that sitcom. No, it's taken from the Greenacre area of New South Wales, entitled Wanted, Lost Grey Cockatiel. <laughs> Listed uh, earlier this month. My baby five-month-old male grey cockatiel escaped earlier today around lunchtime. He is much loved, and we miss him terribly. He flew away from Northcote Road, Greenacre. He is grey and white. And has a small ID tag around his foot. Mm-hmm. He has. Le- <laughs> 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 so sorry. He has learnt. All right. He has learnt. He has learnt. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He, he has learnt the Adams family thing. <laughs> <laughs> The Adams Family theme song, as well as the tequila song, <laughs> <laughs> and he's often, he's often singing it. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, can I just say that if they should, he should learn it. It should be the Green Lakes theme song. <laughs> Well, I can understand why they want to get this bird back. <laughs> this bird sounds great. <laughs> it's gonna be a it's a cash cow, this bird. Cash cow. How much would you pay to see a to see a bird sing the the Adams family song and also the tequila song? Okay, How much are you gonna pay for that? Well see, I think on the surface of it, a bird that can sing the Adams family song is basically it sounds really great, but then you realize 50% of that it's song clicking. is percussive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty good. Which is the tequila song? The <laughs> That's not really how I, I don't know if that's how I love that they're just teaching this cockatiel retro song. Yeah. Or, the, or this, like this a real groovy stuff, bird. Stuff that's sung at the 2020 cricket. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me tell you, this grey cockatiel has kitsch value. Let me tell you. Oh my god, can you imagine? Can you imagine any situation? That would not be diffused <laughs> by a bird in the other room starting to softly sing the tequila so song. So we're thinking like Obama v Putin. 
in yeah. the in the in, in the uh, in the <laughs> Roosevelt room at the White House. Yeah, and it's like tense and they're staring each other down, and then you see. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon it does? Well, the, like, yeah. Do you reckon it does the lyricless version of the Adams Family th- song, or do you think it because? Cockatiels can talk, can't they? They're there is no lyrics to the Iron Family song. Let's get that very straight. There are lyrics. What are you talking oh about? Oh my God, there are. What's wrong what with me? <laughs> Do you know, I, I remember... Uh, also, I think the lyrics have been appropriated a number of times. I remember yes. in primary that's what, school... That's what I I remember do, uh, doing a prayer in the style of the Adams Family. What? Yeah. I remember that too. I, yeah. What's the prayer? Oh my God, do you want to know? thank you for yep. our food. Jesus. Spooky, spooky God. It's like a... And it goes on and on. Like a free food. Yeah. Did your school also have one in the tequila song? It's a fun way of making praying. Yeah. Yeah. Memorable. Powerful learning moment. Can I say also... I... Can you imagine just quickly that moment where the kids are sort of sitting like and they're, they're, they're singing the Adams Family song at, at lunch just because they like the TV show and then like sort of the, I don't know, the, the brother, like the, the head teacher walks by and, and looks and goes, this is a teachable moment. <laughs> I'm always looking for teachable moments. Because I think also like that's kind of, um, re- maybe they're trying to like turn something that's quite, because if Christians had a problem with Harry Potter, how would they not have had a problem with the Adams family? Mm. Like it's demonic and like not Christian. Is what I I'm thought saying. I, I think I might have cut you off before, Pat. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say I have another uh, story on it. Uh, you know, similar, similar location. So when I was in primary school, I was on the on the SRC. Yes, I was Ooh. voted uh, on the student representative council. And anyway, part of my duties was that I had to go, and uh, th- there was a suggestion box. That students would write down their suggestions, and they were often terrible. Were they anonymous? No. Well, some of them, some of them were, and some of them weren't. Well, some of them mean-spirited <laughs> you <know>, pranks, <laughs> probably. Uh, but uh, a lot, I do a lot of remember people suggesting I go fuck myself. <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> um, we were very controversial. That's us. <laughs> um, but I, I do remember that one of the suggestions was that you should uh, show your birth certificate. We have a parrot in every classroom. <laughs> what? That. That has been trained to know the, the, t- the multiplication times tables <laughs> so, so that the parrot um, would, would a just... A teacher re- can do that. Re- would a teacher that. can do that. Yeah, but I know. Who wants to learn from a teacher when you can learn from a parrot? What a- oh, man. Do you think that parrot is also looking for teachable moments? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The parrot is going to teacher's college. <laughs> I just think that if this person thinks they're ever going to get their bird back... They have to understand that they have to offer a reward, right? Have they offered a reward? No, there's no reward at all. There's just a phone number to contact Maria. It's like, it, the thing is, like, if you found the world's best bird, can I have it, please? <laughs> yeah. Like... Do you think... I mean, there, there is... Here's the other thing. Yeah. There is, in this photo, a picture of a bird... Who yep. could be a lost grey cockatiel? I don't know. Sure. This bird in this picture might be able to sing the Adam's Family song. <laughs> but if you found a bird that could sing the Adam's Family song, right? Yeah. And then, and then someone posted this ad. Yeah. You just returned to that, wouldn't you? Are you saying that maybe this person has put out like... A fake ad? No, I mean like, yeah. The only way this con works is if they've put out thousands of these ads with slight variations on what the bird can sing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's one for the Adams Family. There's one for the Macarena. <laughs> one for the hot dog song. No, the ketchup song. Sorry, I apologize. The ketchup song. It's, it must be very hard to get a bird back, surely. Yeah, I mean, these, I mean, these aren't. Uh, it's not a homing cockatiel, as far as I know. I mean, no. by definition, it must be because it's 
<laughs> uh, let's move on, shall we? Ben, do you have one there as well? Yeah, I got one. It's taken from the Sydney area. Uh, hello, Sydney. Um, uh, from the jobs um, section of Gumtree. Um, bricklayer wanted. Okay. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this in, in character. Okay. Okay, here we go. What I want. One, you can lay bricks. Two, you can speak English. What I don't want. One, someone who doesn't know what a brick is. <laughs> Two, a handyman. Three, someone who comes to work drunk or on drugs. Is it really that hard to understand this ad? That's the whole ad. <laughs> it yeah. just seems to me that this man has preempted. Or he's been burnt before. He's been burnt before. <laughs> Turn up. Hey, I need you to lay these bricks. What? What, what is what a brick? What is a brick? What do you mean? Oh, that's a brick. Okay, how about this? That is also a brick. Okay. Okay, and this one, I can't <laughs> do this with every brick. <laughs> so, what, uh, just if you had to give me a quick rundown on what a brick is, so I, I mean, otherwise I'm going to be asking you all day. Yeah, asking yeah. You all day. So, what is a brick? Are all rectangular prisms bricks? Well, no. What about that? No, that's my car. Oh, yeah. okay. Just, it was just sort of box shaped. Yeah, it's a combi van. <laughs> I just don't know how your, your mind can operate in this way. Huh. <laughs> Do you know, I... Oh, Oliver Sacks has written a book about me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I fit all of the criteria on this list. All right. Can you speak English? I can. Oh, fantastic. What else have you got? Well, I, I do know what a brick is. <laughs> I can lay bricks. I yeah. mean, it, it can't be that hard, really. <laughs> Would you describe yourself as a handyman? No, I wouldn't at all. <laughs> and yes. he doesn't want that. Yeah, why, exactly. Why doesn't he want that? Uh, he just, I think he doesn't want any... Like, is a handyman, like, is that colloquial chat for smartass? Oh, he's a real handyman, is he? No. no. I think that there must be some sort of... War between, you know, <laughs> tradies oh, who specialise and, yeah. and handymen. Oh, oh, yeah, he doesn't want somebody unionised. That's that, exactly what he does. I want. think that handymen are kind of like the cads and the bounders of, of the, the tradespeople world. Do you think he, they like come to the door and like, and then, and then have, have, have a roll in, in the hay with your missus? Yeah, surely. And then fix your taps? Oh, uh, so he's worried that, whereas he just wants an uggo bricklayer to turn up, some uncharming bricklayer. Oh. Uh, Maybe that's the problem with handymen, though. They're all jack of all trades. Master of none! Can that's you how that Renaissance men. Can yeah. you imagine reading that ad and like really needing a job and that being the only one you can find and just knowing from the word go that you're about to work for a fuckwit? <laughs> like, there is no way that anyone gets on with this man. Mm. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about the other situation in which he's been burnt by... What, what, what are the other things he doesn't want? Doesn't want... He doesn't want... Um, also, I, I, I left one out. So he doesn't want someone who doesn't know what a brick is. Fair. Uh, he doesn't want a handyman. He doesn't want someone you got to line up with a post to see if they're moving. Now, I think he's saying doesn't want somebody lazy. Oh, but he's oh, being I probably failed. That. <laughs> 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 he's I'm being willfully lazy. obtuse here, though. Yeah, it's almost poetic what he's saying there. It sounds like a saying, but it's not one. I don't want to line you up with a post to see if you're moving. Yeah. So I yeah right. I when you originally when I originally saw that I thought it might have been. I don't want you to have to line up a post to see if the bricks are moving. Then, mate, you've got live bricks. That's your problem. <laughs> you, know, you, don't want, you don't want moving bricks. These bloody living bricks you've got. And someone who comes to work drunk or on drugs. So he actually could. This could be the fifth iteration of this ad. Yeah, yeah. First time he adds, he doesn't want someone who doesn't want a brick was because that was a fucking disaster. <laughs> and, and then, then he got a handyman who, who slept with the missus. Mm -hmm. And then he got someone who... Was in suspended animation, which was a problem. <laughs> but they did know what a brick was, and they weren't a handyman. And then finally, got someone who could move, but was absolutely high and pissed out of their skull. 
So that's because that does really that does really make sense of the last exasperated line. Yeah. Is it really that hard to understand this hand? <laughs> oh, it, it, would must be, have been. it would be almost worth just turning up. Just be like, okay, I am ready to go. So what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is what are we doing here? Sorry, I am hammered. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on Pat, do you have one there you want to do? Uh, I do it's, um, I absolutely adore these two words put together <laughs> Which make up the title uh, So the, the headline is Squat and Gobble <laughs> Squat and Gobble <laughs> Which sounds like um, like an English pub or something like oh, that. Oh, the, the squat and gobble. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the squat and gobble. <laughs> or it could be like a um a, a cop duo. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So Damn asking... it, squat and gobble! <laughs> You're out of control. Um, and uh, the the ad itself is only is three sentences. So squat and gobble. <laughs> Please give me what I deserve. Women deserve to know. Why do you keep it all to yourself? And that is it. <laughs> Squat and... Can we just run through that just, just quickly? Just run through that again for us yeah. so I can... So, squat and gobble. Okay, okay, yep. No, I'm, Please, I'm just, yep. give me what I deserve. Which is either squat or gobble. Or and. He says and. He says and. So it's probably squat and gobble. Okay, okay. Squat and gobble. Please give me what I deserve. So let's pass this. Let's... Let, let, let's please give me what I deserve, comma... Which is Scott and Gobble. Well, yeah, when people say that, you don't think that... They they don't think that they deserve a lot, surely. Oh, I see what you mean. It's like, at the very least. Yeah, like, degrade me, sort of. You know, oh, like, I see what you mean. Yeah, I've been bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> work out what I mean by Scott and Gobble and then do it <laughs> I mean, do to we me. think it's a literal... <laughs> to or around me. <laughs> do we think it's a literal Squat and Gobble? <laughs> do we think that's what it is? A literal squat and gobble. Or is it... <laughs> yeah, what is that? Exactly? As in, literally, I want you to no, give me the squat and I want you to give me the gobble. Or do you think it's, <laughs> it's, it's code for some sort of... I think, it's, I think it's a spiritual metaphor. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, well, what do you reckon it is then? What do, okay, let's, do, let's decode. If it's not a spiritual well, metaphor... Let's move on to the second sentence okay. of the ad. Because <laughs> this I find perplexing. <laughs> Women deserve to know... <laughs> What? I have yeah. no they, idea. They, des they deserve to know what Where it is. Barack Hussein Obama was actually born. <laughs> <laughs> Not just women. We all do, mate. We all do. <laughs> but, like, you know, it just doesn't... This ad doesn't flow. I can't understand <laughs> what he's saying. The, the last sentence, why do you keep it all to yourself? <laughs> Who? It's what? What? It's probably women he's talking about there, is he? Probably, yeah. No, women deserve to know. No, he's actually saying no. It's it's people who you want figure women. this out. Wait, is it a man? Does it say anything? It, it, is, a, it is a man for woman. So this is a man. So he's saying. Oh, and sorry. Something that will only make this more baffling is that this is a man for woman in the missed connections section. <laughs> 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 so, so maybe I saw you on the train platform, <laughs> squat gobbling. <laughs> maybe squat and gobble is the name of a restaurant or pub. And this is a person who was at the squat and gobble, <laughs> and he's saying you were the you were the know it all or not know it all woman who did not or did give me what I deserve at the squat and gobble. <laughs> I was a baffling uh, set of hieroglyphs, <laughs> ordering um, a beer. Can you? Oh my god, they're two great words on their own, but they put them <laughs> together, and it's some sort of beautiful alchemy. As a squat uh, and gobble, it could. I mean, it's. 
is it a blowjob? Okay, yeah, here's the thing. Like, we've been dancing around what this could possibly mean. And I think because it's genuinely baffling. Like, gobble could be a, a, a cheeky BJ, I yeah, guess. But I don't know who's squatting. <laughs> <laughs> is it the man or the woman? It's the blow a blower, not the blowee. It's the it's it's the per, it's the person mm. blowing, not the person being blown who is squatting, you'd think. Okay. Because if if I'm standing and you're squatting, how am I gonna blow you, right? So I've got to be standing and you've got to be squatting to blow me. Or I've got to be squatting, you've got to be yeah, squatting right. to blow you. Yeah, I think. It's just like the... This is like... But I think that this, this ad is like the equivalent... Like the written equivalent of like an MC Escher like, <laughs> <laughs> like drawing. Because you can figure out... You can develop a hypothesis using two of the sentences. But then the third <laughs> sentence will always throw you off. You know what? I've been watching a lot... <laughs> I've been watching a lot of The Americans lately, mm -hmm. and I reckon the only explanation for this is this is spies. Russian code. Spy trying to spies. It's all Putin. It's all Putin. Kerry yeah. Russell's there with a notepad, and yeah. she's, you know, deciphering it. Because, yeah, that is, that is you know, Can Occam's you... razor, the most logical <laughs> solution to the I mean, you imagine think being that... that... Oh, sorry, you Can go. you imagine being that person and before they got, like, you know, embedded as a sleeper cell, going through all the code things are and being sure like, hey, are is... you... What? Squat and gobble? Is that yeah. really the best we can... Uh, yeah, we, we think in 2015 it'll be like common parlance, so <laughs> we'll be able really, to pass it we're off. We're really banking on, on that being a thing we, that's We've got not... our social teams trying to make this go viral over here, so it's going to be a real... It's oh. on trend. But if this man finds a woman who understands what he's trying to say, then, you know, he's found the one because... <laughs> yeah. I mean, alternatively, maybe squat and gobble for someone is the Manchurian candidate code word, right? <laughs> <laughs> and this is how... Have we talked about this before? How, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like now there's an agent who's operational now, you know? Sure. Oh, my Against God. Against their will, unbeknownst to them. <laughs> oh, God. The, I Just the idea of a pub called the Squat and Gobble. That would be... <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, do you guys want one? Yes, let's move on. This is um, from Melbourne, Victoria. Hello, Melbourne. And it's um, from Gumtree. And it is Ghostwriter Wanted for Autobiography. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this is how the ad starts. When I say ghostwriter, I just mean someone to write my autobiography. Yeah, well, yeah, well we didn't. We have figured that one. <laughs> yeah, didn't. That's a common phrase, yes. <laughs> we didn't think you meant a... I don't mean an actual ghost. <laughs> yeah. I Can I just get that out of the... Actual ghosts need not apply. Oh, unless you can write this. Yeah. In which I mean, case, look, like, oh. I didn't mean the Nicolas Cage film. Ghost. <laughs> Is that a joke anyone gets? Ghost Rider? I know, that's the... No, I thought you might fine. be talking about the Roman Polanski film, Ghost Rider. Which was not <laughs> very good. Hmm. Um, so the ad. <laughs> so yeah. Um, his own movie reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, to write my autobiography. I've attempted to write it myself, but did struggle. I'm looking for someone that has experience within writing. Comma. Is that is that experience written incorrectly? It would be yes. <laughs> I'm 31, and I've had a very interesting oh. life with many many stories and major milestones and pitfalls. We'll pay five hundred dollars for the work. Oh, <laughs> for a whole book? You have to yes. write a book for five hundred bucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not much, but I'm hoping for an intern style partnership. I will cover any cost involved. So, what cost would be involved? <laughs> I don't know. Catching Inc. the train to his... The really revealing thing about this is that it doesn't say who this is. Yeah. Because well, you, don't, you don't want... I mean, just say it's like Paul Keating or something. Former Prime Minister Paul Keating. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> him posting this, it's quite, it's quite shameful, isn't it? Because he couldn't find a real biographer, so he's gone to... Yeah. You know. So who, who do you think it could... <laughs> 
had many experiences, many ups and downs, pitfalls, was once Prime Minister. <laughs> Look, I have written several books of my own. But I just couldn't get this one out. I, couldn't, I, I couldn't just could not one. get it out. I mean, I, I, the, the thing about me is, I, 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 I worked well with trade deals. I'm less good about talking about myself in the third person. I struggle with that. I do. Oh, my God. So, so let's assume that this person isn't, isn't a famo. It's just, just somebody. Oh, An average right. Joe. An average Joe who thinks that there should be a book about their life. Then why wouldn't you put in details? I once climbed a mountain. I once wrote a hovercraft. Because I think that he didn't do either of those things. And you think- I don't think he's had many, many stories and major milestones and pitfalls. Oh, so you think maybe the reason he's struggled is because his story sucks. It's because he's a 31-year-old guy. Yep. Who shouldn't have an autobiography? Two years because from now, that could be me. Because virtually <laughs> no one should have an autobiography. Like, do you know the bar that you have to clear before you should have an autobiography? No, it's very low. No, but I mean, like, I'm not saying can. I'm saying should. Oh well, what do you think it is? Bare minimum, what is the least interesting thing that you can do? So I, so I think I don't know if this will make it into the podcast, but I think biography chat wise, yeah, there are two things at work. Either your story is interesting, or your writing is interesting. I don't okay. mind hearing a like yeah you know, like your uh, <laughs> yeah your, like your, that, your Nordic your 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 Nordic uh, what is his name Carl Beowulf like Carl Nalsgaard is that his name he's he's writing about the monotony and terrible boringness of his life but he's he's writing is beautiful right yeah okay whereas someone like, well, like well, I mean David Sedaris is the other one like David Sedaris is kind of hard because he's become a personality in his own right mm. but. He w- he would just write about funny things that happened to him in a, in, a, in a really brilliant way. Whereas you know, I did make a lot of them up. But N- Neil Armstrong could be a terrible, could have been a terrible writer, but I'd read his book because he went to the moon. You know, that's true. So so yeah, those two things you have to clear, right? This guy seems like he has neither of them. Yeah, he's certainly not a good writer by <laughs> yeah. his own admission. He's and gotta hope that he's done some pretty amazing things. That's the thing. Like that 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 would be it because most self publishing autobiographies of people who aren't. Notable is very, very common. It's in fact, it's what keeps the self-publishing industry alive. Oh. Yeah, right. Like that's half of what writers' courses are too. Writers' courses are people who, toward the end of their lives, though, are like. Well, this is the thing. I think. I think. Looking back, I deserve a book about my life because I'm a baby boomer. I, I think everyone feels like they deserve yeah. a book. But I reckon if this guy just wrote out, it, you know, with all of his misspellings, with all of his grammatical mistakes, yeah. like it would probably be about like three pages max. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, not it, really. It'd be like the, like, uh, the biography would be called, and then I went to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. The age, like you said, is very, it, it's incredibly telling. That's a 31-year-old wanting to do this because uh, I've recently been doing a bit of family history stuff mm. on and my family, and I've just found a bunch of really interesting stuff. Like uh, one of my ancestors was a people smuggler, and really? went to, and went to the high court for people smuggling. Like this is hundred huh. years ago or something. Mm. And I, you know, I was like, oh, that would actually be an interesting story to tell because it's you know a, a very old timey thing that's politically relevant mm. now. Blah 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 blah. You know. Yeah. But the, the important thing is that it is removed from my everyday boring life now. Yeah. Through time and through place, and it goes to the high court. Right. Yeah. This is the thing that happened. Whereas this person is thirty-one years old. What is the most interesting thing? that they could have done that has not been kind of publicized in the media. That's the thing. I mean, like, there's plenty of interesting things you can do before 31. Sure. People Sail st- around the world. I was, I was, that was the only thing I could think of, too, how, actually. How are we on that wavelength? I have no idea. Uh, I, I was thinking about Jesse Martin as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> lion heart, lion heart, <laughs> lion heart. Do you I, think this could be Jesse Martin? There are two types of people in the world. <laughs> there are Jesse Martin people, yep. and there are... Fuck, I can't remember her name. <laughs> the other one that sailed around the world? Um, Farrah Fawcett? Lena Denham. 
Anyway, what interests me about this is I can understand the kind of arrogance. Like, I look, I run a storytelling night where people get up and tell stories from their lives, and they're not people who've necessarily done anything particularly remarkable, but they feel like you know, like it's, I think it's a good night. So to criticize this man for wanting to get his story out there is slightly hypocritical of me. But I will say, does he have contact details on there, Beth? I could get him to Story Club. Get him to Story Club. Well, no, because he doesn't want to write. That's the thing. You can I write can... the story for him. See how his performance is. I can understand the urge to be like, yeah, I'm going to write a book he's about a my performer. He's a performer, not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he's like, I, I want to. I can understand the instinct of like, I want to write a book about my life because I think that's a fun thing to do, and I'll self-publish it. And I think I've had an interesting life, and I'd like to tell that story. Mm. But to be like, I want someone else to write a book about my life. Because why the world needs to know, like this needs to be recorded. Like I don't understand, I don't understand what drives that person. Unless it's like the most insane kind of like barefaced hedonism, where you literally just want to read a book about yourself. No, okay, got it, solved it. Don't worry, everyone, pack it up. We're going home. I've solved it. It's not this Paul person. Keating or Jeffrey Martin. <laughs> this person's thirty-one. They feel like they've achieved something yep. that is worth writing about, but they've struggled to write about it. That's uh-huh. yeah. They've also, like we can see, not great education, you know. Yeah, or maybe just dyslexia or something. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. You know, they, they, my point is that they weren't like a school book nerd. He didn't have a parrot in his classroom. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts. I was also just thinking, by the way, back like that. I love the idea of like a state government promise. A parrot in every classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Scrap laptop. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I think this person, reformed criminal. Oh. There we go. Come in, I can't write about this. They'll know who I am. They'll cut me down. Bloody Chopperie will come after me. Oh, well, not Chopperie. He's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. So, but you know, bloody the ghost of Chopperie. Ghost of Chopperie will come ghost get writer. me. Ghost writer. Where? And I think <laughs> he'd sound something like this. <laughs> oh, bloody hello, I'm a ghost. That's what he'd sound like. <laughs> All right, I think we've had enough of ghost Chopperie. Let's move on. <laughs> well, but, well, but, but I have one some, last thing. I have something about a criminal. It, oh, this one. Is that? Mm-hmm. Um, so. This is a response to a previous ad that was posted. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'll read out the original ad first, mm-hmm. okay? So house share. Looking for a bully who will stand up against a bullying neighbour. Been here for 31 years and I'm determined not to let this arsehole win. He's a coward, ready to harass me because I'm on my own. Need support to end this shit. Okay. okay. Ah, okay. So this is that, that, that's fine. That's someone looking for someone. Oh, no. Can we just unpack that for a second? I don't think that's fine. Well, it's a solution to a problem. This person's frustrated. Oh, well, 31 yeah. years. It is a terrible solution to a problem. <laughs> what do you mean? They've, 31 years, they've probably tried everything I else. know whenever I'm in trouble, I'm always looking to enlist the help of a bully. Yeah, exactly. It's like... It's like it, once he deals with that problem, you're living with a bully now. <laughs> mm. This is just a vicious cycle. Too many bullies. But anyway, uh, okay. So what's the response? So that's the original ad, and, and here we have the response. <laughs> I've just seen this advert and have a friend who's just got out of jail <laughs> who needs to find a place to live. If you help him, he will do so in return. He's a great guy who will do Ooh. anything for friends. Ooh. He's a uh, N slash S, is that a non-smoker? Yeah. And a social drinker. Yep. <laughs> And rides big bikes. Uh-huh. Has a part-time job. Oh, he's a bikey. Okay, let's... Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Socially. Sure. 
Uh, here's a bully who <laughs> would love to meet this shithead bullying neighbour for sure. Contact me ASAP. Uh, I've just been... It has just become illuminated to me the dangers of posting this on Gumtree. I see. Yeah. I see. Now can you see why this is a bad idea? I can. I can indeed. I take back my original defence of the original posting. How do you think this is going to pan out, you guys? Can you just imagine how short-sighted you would have to be to be like... <laughs> After 31 years. So I'm assuming the poster of this ad is not young either. Yeah, you got to think they're probably 50 or so. Yeah, he's like, fine, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting a bikey to live with me <laughs> and that'll work out great. I find it so hard to believe though that this is an older person because... Who uses the word bully, like, other than, you know, like, a primary school student or the mother of a primary school student? Do you know what this could be? And this is, like, a heartbreaking little idea. Okay. This is somebody's kid. Oh, so this is, like, I'm sick of you bullying mum. I'm sick of you bullying mum or dad. And he goes on Gumtree and it's like, oh, I need a bully to make the bullies go away. That actually is such a great idea for a movie. What? Pat, cast it with me. <laughs> so, so why, why am I not involved in this no, casting process? No, no. Oh, come on. Okay, single mum, um, mid-50s, who's it going to be? Um, uh, it's going to be Laura Dern. Okay, yep, great. Laura Julianne Dern. Julianne Moore. Oh, I am so sick of your bullshit. Oh, come on. I just want to be involved, you guys. Uh, the kid, uh, I don't think the kid's important. How old is this child? Yeah, she can't, he can't be too young, can he? Because Laura Dern. Ooh, uh, guy from um, uh, Jerry Maguire. Him? Jonathan Lipnicki? Yeah, what's he that doing? Guy he's like now a buff as yeah. fuck. Do you want a <laughs> boxer? Do you want to feel old? Jonathan Lipnicki is 200 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart is, Little gave him magical yeah, power. He is ceaseless, the alpha and omega. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it makes me feel bloody old, that does. And he'll beat the crap out of you. He yeah. could be good in this. He could... Cause, oh, do you know what? No, we've had this wrong. We've, we've, we've been thinking of it as like an art house kind of indie fun movie. Do you know what this is? This is a mid-90s era Hulk Hogan vehicle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely what this is. Now, would you think uh, of this as a, as, a, as a wrestlecom or a rom-com? Well, I mean, the bully's going to fall for the mum. Yeah. So it'd be like bully dad. <laughs> And, and originally, uh, initially, the kid probably resents the Hulk Hogan when he comes. He's yeah, like, ah. I think the kid's played by Brooke Hogan, Hulk Hogan's daughter, <laughs> whose reality show I watched every single oh, episode because, of. Oh, because of course you did, because they literally made it for one person and that was you. <laughs> <laughs> what was her reality show? It was her making it on her own. Um, I, I really remember nothing about it. Was it, as, um, was, it, was it different to Hulk Hogan's reality show or is this Hulk Hogan's reality show? No, he no, had a reality no. Show. I can't remember what it was called. It was, you know, Brooke, Brooke Knows Best or something like that. Right, um, okay. I really remember nothing of it apart from uh, she had a gay best friend and, and a female friend and I remember an episode where they auditioned for roommates for their house and wouldn't, <laughs> didn't want to live with one particular girl because she said that females would make good presidents and Brooke Hogan was not not on board what? with that. So just, sorry, can I just speak, does Hulk Hogan feature in this show? I think he makes a casual appearance because you You'd wanting, have to, wouldn't you, he? You're wanting to bring in those, <laughs> like, those viewers. Yeah, I mean, it's that check-off thing, right? You can't show a guy without... show Hulk Hogan <laughs> at the top without making Hulk Hogan push someone in a pool at the end. Exactly. <laughs> Classic theatrical rules. Oh, man. Yeah, I wanna... But she was, she was releasing a single. She was, you know... 
going, you know, to spring break to perform. I often wonder what an incredible kind of expendable income you must have, the amount of shows that are just made for you so they can target ads at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just this one guy in Australia. I know. It, it sounds like a terrible idea, but he will watch this. He's watched every single Yeah, episode. and he will, he will buy four of whatever we advertise. Yeah. <laughs> what are you Googling that they have this demographic information about <laughs> Alternating between Googling new iWatches and then cash pools full of money. Oh, like my that's... God. So, back, just back on this. Right. Obviously, the first question that you've got to ask for this guy that's you know, friend, what was he in jail for? Yeah. Uh, yes. Bullying. No, well, no, in the movie, though, you don't want anything that's like particular. You don't want like mean spirited stuff, right? You don't want. He, you can't be a reformed murderer, right? Or a no. drug addict. He's got to be someone who was wrongly convicted and then has been hardened up in jail. Yeah, he, he, was, he was set up, probably. Yeah, probably. And by the bully. And <gasps> no, that's the twist. That's the B plot. Oh, okay. Sorry. The B plot is I got, I got the, people, you guys. the people who set him up right. coming out to get him. Okay. That's the B plot, and that's where everything sort of dovetails at the end, and the kid kind of Home Alone style. It was like there was a lot of this after Home Alone was very influential in kids assaulting people that genre. <laughs> I think what you mean is Home Alone was very influential in cinema. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a fantastic thing, the novelization of Home Alone, <laughs> and um, it's it's fantastically violent and brutal. Just, just a plain face description of, of all the horrors that. Kevin, the kid, is, right. is inflicting on the. On now, the that's true because if you don't, if you don't have Daniel Stern or Joe Pesci to make a face afterwards, yeah, if you don't have like and wacky music and yeah. sound effects, because it's the face that makes it okay. Mm. It's that they don't like immediately crumple to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so we're laughing because they're okay because they managed to survive all of these death traps. How did they con- contrive to get a sequel? What like, do you mean? Like, how did that? Cash no, money dollars. No, no, sorry. So I just mean, I mean. Then you Pat Burns would watch it. What I, do you mean? <laughs> I don't mean, I'm so glad Home Alone, the arguably superior Home Alone 2 exists. But what <laughs> contrivance did they use to leave him behind again and then the same robbers? No. Okay. No, no. no. <laughs> Home Alone 2. You just looked he... so disgusted at me. <laughs> I have no, not seen man. Home Alone 2 in a long time. <laughs> but from my memory, he accidentally catches the wrong flight. Does he not? Yeah, because it's lost in New York, isn't yeah, it? No, that's Home Alone he... 3, I believe, is lost in New York. No. No? No. no. Oh, what's Home Alone 3? A bad movie without... <laughs> I don't Gordon. know, but I know that I've seen Home Alone 4, so... <laughs> <laughs> but is it like the Karate Kids? Eventually they changed the kid, I think. Yeah, yeah. they've got Jaden Smith playing Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I reckon that's pretty much ready for a remake, to be honest. What, Home Alone? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joe or, P- is Joe Pesci still around? What's he doing nowadays? He's around. He's yeah. ha- having a lot of fun with his Oscar. Is this, yeah. is this Joe Pesci pre or post Casino when he does Home Alone? It's probably oh. pre Casino, isn't it? Because Casino's yeah. mid 90s. This is yeah, early 90s. See, I don't see, I don't see a, a casting agent. Saying, think, let's put the guy from Casino. Let's yeah. Put, let's put like, that, you know that guy in Goodfellas? Let's yeah. put him in this kid's I film. I feel like no, the, I the Home Alone boot reboot is going to require a lot of like pratfalls, and Joe Pesci's not bending his knees. <laughs> yeah. right. But okay. you know. Joe Pesci will make a cameo in the Home Alone reboot. Oh, It'll yes. be fucking Adam Driver and... Uh, Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. <laughs> Two Adam and Lena Denham. <laughs> yeah. As the child? I don't know. Why, when I was trying to replace Daniel Stern, did I go Adam Driver? <laughs> He's hot right now. I guess so. <laughs> I, know, I know you guys poo-pooed my original casting of this film, but as if you don't want to see a romantic comedy starring Hulk Hogan and Julianne Moore. Directed <laughs> by <laughs> David Lynch. Yeah, tell me that doesn't tickle your fancies. Is Hulk Hogan still making movies? 
No. <laughs> and well, that's I doubt it. And that's a wrestling just, channel. There's a 24 hour wrestling channel. I'm sure he's making content for them. Yeah. Because the, the, uh, Hulk Hogan mania dried up. It burnt very bright. Yeah, it was the eBay. Like, do you know what I mean? It was the it was the it was the dot com boom of its time. The, the Hulk Hogan bubble burst. A yeah. lot of people lost their um their savings. That's the uh, that problem. And they invested in Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the problem. That's that's the reason Japan lost that decade. <laughs> <laughs> they invested too hard. The Japanese Japanese consortiums invested too hard in Hulk Hogan in the mid nineties, early to mid nineties. Is there or a went bust? Is there a Hulk Hogan movie called Muscle Dad? Uh, I think maybe Muscle Santa. I think is Muscle one. Santa. Or it's some, There's it's some the Bill sort of Bill Cosby movie, which is Ghost, Ghost Dad. Dad. That's Oh my goodness. All right. Can I try this one on you? Yeah, absolutely. This was sent in by listener Jim Fishwick. So thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. This is uh, taken from Sydney in the domestic temp jobs Craigslist, and it is entitled Boob Punch Challenge. (laughs) $1,000. Whoa. $1,000. Wow. Yep. That's better than writing the book. Yeah, it is. (laughs) This is worth two. You could could buy two autobiographies with this. (laughs) I am looking for a mature woman. 18 to 55 years old, who is a D cup or above, mm. who would like to make $1,000 for an hour of having her breasts slapped and punched oh. with gloves on. Oh, Ooh, hang on, what kind of gloves? Yeah, is it a boxing glove? Or a or medical a... glove, I don't know. Like a latex, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of dueling glove. I don't know. I think it's a boxing glove. Okay. Uh, discretion is assured. <laughs> Flexible hours, or hour, I guess. It's, yeah. You can have... Up to four breaks during the challenge. (laughs) You are going to want to take them. You're going to want to spread them out. (laughs) Please let me know. This last sentence. Please let me know if you have any questions. (laughs) (laughs) I have have some questions about this. Um, Right. Sorry. Uh Can you just read? He's wanting a mature woman. 18 to 55 years old. Now, 18 to 55... (laughs) 18's the minimum that you can do this to I think he means mature as in, if I'm going to be punching a boob, you're not going to be giggling about it because we're we're both adults. We're all adults. You know, people have specific (laughs) desires and, you know, it's fine. Do you think this is a sex thing or a comedy thing? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play this soundtrack of Home Alone sound effects and then I'm going to punch a boob for an hour. (laughs) Thousand dollars. Looking at this picture of Joe Pesci. (laughs) I mean, this is... um, I don't think anyone should do this. Okay, take take the boobs out of it, right? Would you, okay. if I paid you $1,000, would you let me punch you in the chest for an hour? No. Okay. <laughs> Pat, thoughts? Would you let me punch you in the chest for an hour for $1,000? No. <laughs> for that, wait. $1,000. Okay, for $1,000, how many punches are you throwing a minute? Well, I don't know, but you get four breaks, so. <laughs> it doesn't say how long the breaks are. Yeah, but you're going to. You know, that's going to be a, a union to union thing. Yeah, I that's mean. That's going to be awards. That's going to be, yeah, negotiate. Negotiating, yeah. what do you think? it's it? like probably five minute breaks, probably. I don't even. Mm. What's a thousand dollars? You're $1, paying though a thousand dollars, you don't want people to be taken up, you know, five minute breaks, you know, four times. That's coming out hour. of your pay, lady. Yeah. Oh, so you think that, 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 that take I'm, four, you know, take I'm four five minute minutes. breaks, that's 20 minutes, you only get paid $666 now, right? Taken out of your pay. Yeah, what's interesting about this is <laughs> I think it's like a break to like go throw up and, <laughs> and then come back. I think what's interesting about this is that there is no shortage of people with um, uh, asking for interesting uh, sexual encounters that are degrading to the other person. Mm-hmm. And there's, but there's also no shortage of people who are unwilling to pay a lot of money for that. It's usually like, I'll give you a Kit Kat if I can like, like murder you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this, like, it's weird to find someone who's actually, 
I mean, let's be clear. He's not going to pay this. <laughs> like, oh, you think you think it's going to be at the end? You, you got to get money up front. You, you wouldn't really... demand money up front. You turn up to this place, and he's like, "Oh no, I'll give it to you after you after you let me I, I mean, punch." Like, I'd probably. I don't think he'd want to give you money up front. I think I think you'd do a fifty-fifty, right? Right. Sure, five hundred up front. Five hundred up front. Five hundred after you punch my boob for an hour. Can I just say that out loud so you know how weird you are? <laughs> <laughs> it's. Oh. A, I mean, it's not just. It's also slapping, and. I don't gloves think you on. can slap with a boxing glove on. That's though. why I think it could be latex gloves. The, the gloves aren't there for impact. The gloves are there. Well, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want it to be boxing gloves, to be honest, because boxing gloves are, are to protect the hand. The hands, not the. Because interesting statistic: after gloves were made compulsory in in boxing, the rate of concussions went up. Because people significantly. could punch harder because their hands are protected by gloves. But also, you would just never bother with the head because it hurt too much, and oh. it would damage it would damage you way too much. You just never bothered with it. Um, so yeah, that applies here. I feel right. Yeah, because all those—that's bon- like how when I put on the the safety belt in the car, I can drive <laughs> like a maniac because <laughs> I know I'm going to be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. Pat, do you have one? Yes. Okay. So this one's very short. Uh, five used toothbrushes and undies, negotiable. <laughs> and uh, five used toothbrushes and undies. That's correct. Okay. My old toothbrushes and undies. Give me a call and I'll be happy to provide more details. <laughs> um, that really is up there with any questions. <laughs> I don't, like, I could understand people wanting underwear. Mm. You know, I think that's a thing. Right. I would like underwear. It doesn't say whether they're male or female undies, do that, does it? So you don't really know. So, and that would probably, probably be a determining factor if you wanted it or not. That's right. Um, but toothbrushes, I can't see the... Erotic appeal. Yeah, yeah it, you... it really should be like this ad should begin with Do you have the world's most niche fetish? Because <laughs> <laughs> if that was your thing, it would be these things, these items would be very hard to source. Because your thing might not just be used toothbrushes, it might be a multitude of used toothbrushes. Because people, that requires somebody to not throw their toothbrushes out over like, I don't know, how, how often are you meant to throw a toothbrush out? Every month, I think. You meant to change oh, once a month? Jesus, really? Yeah, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how often do you guys change your toothbrush? Oh, God. <laughs> Have you been using the same toothbrush since for... I was ten? Okay, yeah. you, uh... it's no longer got any bristles. It's just, I just rub plastic on my Grated gums plastic. and teeth. Ah, yeah. oh, mm. you have a lot of blood in your mouth. Yep. <laughs> Can I ask with this? Why can't? What do you think it is that you can't use your own toothbrushes to jerk off over? <laughs> is it because you know they're your own? Yeah, I think so. Is yeah, it just for like jerk off You stuff, can't or? tickle yourself, you know? You've yeah, got to yeah, have someone yeah. else's. Can you not? No, you can't. No. You can't tickle yourself. Do you know what's weird about this? That this guy thinks... Look, it's not weird to, to suddenly wake up one day, or well, it is a bit weird, and be like, oh, that's my thing. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. But it is strange to be like, this has to be somebody's thing. Somebody will want these items. Yeah, sure. Mm. Like, you're just trying to cater towards a market that yeah. you're just going to assume exists. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, I'm not into this. But, like, surely there's a lucrative... That's why I've been saving all my toothbrushes and underpants. Yeah, because... well, ma- maybe we should all start saving our toothbrushes yeah. for... Uh, lucrative business. For people. I, and, sorry, the, the other funny thing about this is that um, it has a more from this seller. Oh, yeah. oh I can't <laughs> wait to hear what else is supposed it's to be selling. just buckets free. <laughs> <laughs> So, hang on, he he has the quite useful item of bucket, and he's like, "Well, no one want to pay for that, so I'm giving that for free." But when he with his old toothbrushes and underpants, he's like, "Well, that's actually well, let's talk about. Let's not be too hasty um, here. Like, could be, you know. That's I a, think you could. Let's start the bidding. It, yeah. I think you could do a really beautiful job of a bucket filled with used underwear and toothbrushes, oh. and present it like a hamper. <laughs> 
Can you imagine uh, the Crisco ad for that hamper? <laughs> <laughs> Each year. Uh, for international listeners, Chris, Crisco, you would have... No, you would have now, I have a problem with this, Michael Hing. What? Now, I've listened to every single episode of this podcast, and I have a problem. <laughs> every single episode, you have to explain something for the international <laughs> listeners, and I cannot stand it. Why? There has to be some benefit of living in this country, <laughs> and it is understanding all the Australia-specific references. Do you know what, Pat? I deliberately at the top didn't tell those those scumwads what Zappos were. <laughs> they can Google it. Everyone can Google it. We have a magical machine. If you are and listening to this, you by definition have the internet. I listen to a lot of podca- podcasts, right? And, you know, I don't know what Trader Joe's is, but I can Google it. I can find out. We need to stop spoon feeding people. <laughs> All right, speaking of spoon-feeding people... Now you'll never know what Crisco is. <laughs> um, this was posted on Craigslist. This might round us out. And this is a callback to last week where uh, Pat, Ben, I don't know, and listener, I don't know if you remember, with Tom Ballard and Pat McGee, we were talking about the sex school operating in Sydney, Australia. And, oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And this is a secondary ad. So there are <gasps> from, the, so from the same sex school? Same sex school. And the reason I know is because they've used the same Google image search. Of somebody studying very hard. Yeah. At sex <laughs> I've got to study up for my sex exam. Yeah. Now, this is, as you would know, a university uh, holidays are open. They've just gone back. University in Sydney. Sorry, just quickly. Mm-hmm. Can I, before I interrupt your flow, mm-hmm. just you reminded me of something then. Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, was actually describing to me the other day the way that a porno he was watching starts, and it's a guy, <laughs> it's a guy in a um, in in a library, and another guy comes up to him, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm just cramming for my exam. It's for Sex 101." <laughs> and, right. the, and the other guy's like, "What is? It? It's like, oh, this semester we're doing blowjobs. <laughs> so good. <laughs> anyway, that's the best." Uh, well, well, they could be studying at the, at the Sydney Sex School. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so university holidays are over, right? Uh, okay, yeah, and it's time to get serious. Holidays over, still <laughs> offering a chance for some fun for any students. 36 in a West. Uh, this does suggest that the uh, uptake this semester has not been... Enrollments <laughs> have fallen. Yeah. So, so this person is 36 and they're looking for someone who is legal to 24 years old. Okay. Mm. Seeking a... Why, le- don't, why don't you give that number? What? Yeah, just say 18. Because legal sounds... That sounds gross. Yeah, yeah so if does. we could go younger, we would, but we can't. Yeah, exactly. Because of this bloody government. Yeah. yeah, tell you what, whatever the legal age is at the time, this ad goes out. And we are campaigning. Yeah. All right. Seeking a legal team, ugh, for young first-timer who wants to explore their curious side or who might want to have some fun. Put the books away. There are no textbooks that can teach you what I can about the enjoyment... <laughs> You can have and give to others in having casual gay sex. This guy really is the uh, the dead poet society teacher of being a <laughs> fucking creep. <laughs> Throw your textbooks away! <laughs> the, they're all standing on the table naked. <laughs> this is the Mr. Holland's opus. Of yeah. <laughs> Extensive fun open for all students. I'm a patient and gentle teacher. Uh. Young guys like me because I give good hugs, kisses, and even <laughs> better head. Well, they say I lead, have a... lead with that maybe because that's <laughs> weird. Yeah, they say I have a golden. Oh goodness, they say I have a golden tongue. Who says that? Is this peer reviewed? Well, I guess <laughs> this is Yelp reviews. I assume. Yeah, isn't that what John Laws calls himself? <laughs> <laughs> is this John Laws' sex school? They say I have a golden tongue, magical fingers. Maybe oh. it's a golden microphone. Oh, and for international listeners, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Magical fingers, incredible thick uncut dick, and fun toys to try out. You will be, you will enjoy being blown or rimmed. I can guarantee that. Can I ask? Mm-hmm. What? Are, 
If the, like, the conceit of this is that it's a school where you will learn. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a Hogwarts. Yeah, I don't think you're going to learn much by that being done to you. Hogwarts of witchcraft and jizzardry. I've been thinking... <laughs> oh! Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Pat did not enjoy that joke at all. That <laughs> was not laughing at that. I part. famously hate puns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's why. Like, I, I don't think you're going to be, learn anything by being blown. No, I don't. I, I, I disagree. I think. I, I think there's skill in one part of that transaction, and it's not the person just standing there. Yeah, yeah, but you can learn from the person doing a thing to you what you like. I think maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now you're asking where these peer reviews come from. And quote-unquote, there's some speech marks here, like a poster quote. <laughs> wow, you certainly have a talented mouth. The age. <laughs> and that's attributed to one young guy. Uh-huh. It's so good to be smooth. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Good to be smooth. Young guy was saying, wow, you certainly have a talented mouth. <laughs> good to be smooth slash shave or at least trim your pubes and ass hair. <laughs> oh, is this no longer a quote? I yeah. thought this was another review. <laughs> no, this is look, back into look, the. In there's just a balance. Here's a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the end of each lesson, you'll walk away with a smile on your face, empty balls, and a plan in your oh. head on how you can use the techniques I've taught you. Okay, so yeah, it is. I'll show you. It's like a cooking class. That yeah, it's a little bit Anthony thing. Robbins. They show you, you do the thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your teacher is an Aussie guy with a shaved body and nice six and a half inch thick uncut man bit for you to practice on. Uh, this was all discussed last week. Uh, mm -hmm. Send me your stats, picture or two, your location and what would suit uh, you. Can hoach near Dulwich Hill Station, but uh, happy to drive to meet you at your place Hang if on. nearby. So he doesn't even have a school. Uh, he doesn't even have a campus. No, this is. I mean, this is not a. There's yeah. The, oh well, that's bloody. Well, I mean, I, I suspect. I mean, look. I, did you talk about whether or not you can defer this to Hex last time? Yes, last yes that, was, that was a long period of uh, <laughs> tape discussion. Um, preference given to slim, smooth guys. You can bribe me with your picks. Uh, all replies yes. answered promptly with my full details bribe and picks. Bribe me. Okay, can I just say, mate, that given that you've put out two ads in as many weeks, yep. asking for people to come to your creepy fucking school, that, yeah, I don't think we're going to need to bribe you to get a placement. Well, like, you know, when when I applied for Sydney Uni and they said, yeah. you know, you can either follow, you know, our <laughs> legitimate guidelines or you can bribe yeah. us. You need a UAI of 95.8 or, or you can full fee pay or you can <laughs> send, send us picture pictures. please. <laughs> oh, man. Does anyone want to sign up for this sex school? Thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, I am good, actually. You sure? Yeah, look, I left uni a while ago and... Um... No, you're, well, you're too old for it anyway, aren't you? Yeah, you're, actually. Are you over 24, 25? How old you are you? You know for a fact that I'm... Yeah, yeah I'm... I'm a, uh, Pat, how old are you? I, I'm 24. Oh, there you go. You can sign up I if don't, you want. I don't qualify. I'm not uh, a slim, what is slim, smooth, <laughs> smooth oh, guy. Yeah. How... I'm no longer well... a twink, unfortunately. <laughs> well, bribe him. <laughs> Yeah, He's open well, to bribery. Pat, I just, I, you know, just to be clear, this is if you were, if you were a slim uh, twink, thoughts on would you? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I'm always looking to brush up on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always looking for different ways to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like you have to admire the ingenuity in 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 like you know established well. Really, just want to blow young guys. So I'll start a school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This will be this my. Will, this is actually helping other yeah. people. This is my Westchester school for the gifted. This I mean, is, I am Professor Xavier. Yeah, sex Xavier, if you will. <laughs> What's on that pun, Pat? Uh, I love it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, a lot of setting up the school is just to get grants and stuff. So, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's all funding. Paper, it's yeah. all funding. Yeah. Oof. 
Well, that is all the time we had for this week's podcast. We thought, uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, you have anything to plug, Ben? No. No. I just want to thank our guest. Yeah. It was an absolute bloody delight. It's such an honour and a privilege to be here. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and this is my first time being a guest on one. And next week, you can catch Pat on Radiolab. <laughs> yeah. um, That's how we launch all of our, uh, listen, uh, all of our uh, guests is to... Yeah. We, 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 you know, Jad Abumrad and Robert Crowell, are huge fans of this. Yeah, they used to just come and dick around on the podcast. Yeah. That's why there's all that crazy sound design on this yeah. podcast. Uh, if, you, if you do enjoy the show, um, please tell your friends about it or better still... Go to the iTunes store and rate and review it. Yeah, that'd be great. I have one thing to plug. I'll be in Melbourne uh, from the end of March through until April doing the comedy festival. My show, Much Ado About Not Hearing, is on sale now. The room is tiny, so get tickets. Uh, please pre book them because it'll probably sell out. Do you know what I worked out the other day? Yes. I actually did the maths, uh-huh. right? Of how much it would cost me to book out an entire night of your show. Uh-huh. And then just, my plan was, right, to book out an entire night of your show. Okay. Which wouldn't be inexpensive, but it'd be like maybe like 500 bucks or so. A bit more than that. Yeah. 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 With booking fees and stuff. And then have... Actually, it'd be a lot more than... Anyway, not important. Have, yeah. have a boombox. Uh-huh. No, because I do it all... I'd maybe do it all concessions because, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, have a boombox there that is playing the sound of an audience coming in, right? Okay. Okay. And then you are psyching your little self up backstage to, Comedy. Be, to do your funny Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> and then you come out to just me sitting in the middle of the audience, the empty audience... With a boombox that I then like hold my finger up as if to say stop and wait. And then I take out the cassette that it has the audience noises on it. Okay. And then I turn it around mm-hmm. and then I put it back in mm-hmm. and I press play mm-hmm. and it's just booing. <laughs> <laughs> what, how long did you spend calculating this? How long did you spend uh, looking out this little it, plan? It was probably like a good 20 minutes of my time. Okay, okay, right. Been spending too much time with those damn chaser boys. <laughs> <laughs> Always pranking. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Pat Burns. It's an honour and a privilege. Uh, and thank you to uh, the listener. We'll be well, back. Wait. Yes. I thought that the reason why I was on today was to plug something that you and I are doing further on in the future. Of course. Oh, yeah. What do you want to plug, Pat Burns? <laughs> well, was my understanding. I actually did not know that this was happening until I got an email from Michael Hing. But we're performing together at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Yes. Uh, you, myself, and former guest on the show, friend of the podcast, Alex Lee. It is the uh, spelling the spelling bee that you guys do. Yes. Which I'll plug it for you. Thanks, Ben. Uh, it is one of the funniest, uh, stupidest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> well, um, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I it's mean, basically, really, we have, it is just a spelling bee. <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, it's basically a spelling bee, uh, except the only real difference is that Pat, myself, and Alex are just horrible to the contestants who are comedians. Yep. And, and we bully I, them mercilessly. When it started, they weren't all comedians, I remember. And there was one thing where uh, if you got, you, just because you made it up as you go along, you could either spell the word or tell a joke about a B. Yes. And then one person got up and was like, um, oh, okay, uh, I'll do a joke. Um, what, what, did the, what did the B say to Austin Powers? And then either you or Pat was like, OB Hive, and he was like, I, I, "That was me." Yeah, I, I don't want the, the credit going to anybody yeah. else. Yeah, you were like, original. You were like OB Hive, and he was like, "Ah, oh, that's much better." <laughs> and I still don't know what his joke was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if you'd like to come along to that, tickets are on sale for the Sydney Comedy Festival. You can find it on their website. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain.
If you're updating your closet for summer, you need dependable clothes that you can wear anywhere, whatever you're doing. And for that, you can look to American Giant. American Giant makes clothing of exceptional quality for people who want something more than the status quo offers. Whether you need to re-up on reliable everyday t-shirts, pick up a solid pair of shorts, or invest in a pair of durable jeans, American Giant is a better choice. They make everything right here in the USA, from start to finish. So when you buy from American Giant, you become part of creating jobs and improving local communities in towns and cities all across the country. And keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Shop your new summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23.